Welcome to another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I'm joined this week with two guests who, if you've listened to the show before, you might know, uh, Ethan Lawrence and Eli Smith. Ethan, Eli, how are you guys doing? Uh, doing very well, Chad. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Hello. Happy to be back. You don't sound that happy. I'll be honest. That <laughs> I, yeah, sounded pretty. I, it, I tried to sound happier than I did. I meant it like in a warm. I I tried to sound like a NPR person, just like oh okay. Well, warm I think of NPR is like pretty cold. Yeah, it came across yeah. less friendly than I meant it to. Can we start over? I'm sorry. No, no. I think uh, <laughs> I think we just need to dive in. Okay, uh, I don't think we can start over again. I've already delayed. <laughs> yeah. Ethan's uh, laptop had crashed. We had gotten. I was into, just like, really excited, breaker, but it was, uh, but it, it was such a good podcast as well. We recorded for two and a half hours, and we lost everything. We did a riff on the whole friends versus guest thing. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of these guys really know where they stand, but that's fine. They don't need to know if they're a friend or a guest. Um, How quickly the worm has turned. <laughs> Before it was all like, I consider you both guests and friends, and now it's like, oh, I don't know where you stand. Oh, Chad. It's all, you're, you're yeah, too story They don't know that. They don't know what I said before, the <laughs> listeners. Before I outed you in front yeah. of everyone. Yeah. I well, feel like your, your answer of not answering the question really said what we needed to know, which was yeah. we are both guests, first and foremost, and maybe friends as an afterthought. With a, with a little like, yeah, yeah they're friends. They're friends too, as well as guests. Sure. Because have we said at this time that you haven't actually met us in real life before? Yeah, neither of you. You're both my internet pen pals. Um, Eli yeah. is a is a friend of a friend who has become a friend, um, and then Ethan is uh, one of my newest friends who reached out to me about the podcast. Uh, wanted to be on it. Uh, big a fan Lord of who the became Rings. a friend. Be- became a friend. Yes. Um, I just met Ethan today, and I would say I feel like we are already far closer than me and Chad have ever been. Despite <laughs> um, the poor first wow. impressions of immediately destroying the meeting with my terrible laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's let's kick things off with a little icebreaker um, so that the guests can get to know you guys as well as or maybe even better than I know you guys. Um, Ethan. People who follow you on TikTok will know that you love penguins. Oh, okay. um, I'd say on TikTok, that's probably one of your most defining ongoing jokes is your love of penguins and all your penguin uh, merchandise. Would you say penguins are your favorite animal? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, without doubt. I, 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 lo- I love those little boys and girls. <laughs> so... You know, I, I never think about the fact that there are girl penguins because they all look like they're wearing tuxedos. But yeah, there are girl penguins. Hey, girls too. can wear tuxedos too. Girls can wear tuxedos too. That's true. But I it's, it's I conform to gender uh, just rigid uh, stereotypes. Um, yeah, hap- according to Happy but... Feet, according to Happy Feet, the um, the girl penguins have very defined figures, and it's very right. easy to tell them from the boy the boy penguins. Sometimes they have like little hearts on them. Glasses, yeah. 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 Outrageous um, anti-penguin propaganda that film. I won't so, stand for it. <laughs> so my question to you folks is uh what is your favorite fantasy creature animal? Um, if you had to pick, not limited to Lord of the Rings, because there's not too many 
crazy animals. But if you had to like pick a favorite fantasy animal, what would it be? You want to take this one, Eli? Sure. I think the the first one that came to mind is I really like Appa from The Last Airbender. It's a very um, specifically the M Night Shyamalan film, The Last Airbender. Yes, not, that, I didn't yeah. say the word Avatar, so I yeah. am talking about the M, M Night Shyamalan yeah. version, which is the only mm-hmm. definitive version, as far as I'm concerned. Right. No, I it, I was thinking of the cartoon version. Um, I just think he's cool, and I think it's cool that he's got an arrow on his forehead and he flies, but he doesn't have wings. He just kind of like he sort of runs. And yeah, floats. I, I think that's cool. Very good fantasy pet to have. Very useful pet to have too. Flumps. Yes, you can ride on him and flumps. <laughs> Either. Ethan, there's no cussing allowed on this podcast. You can't say that. Okay, that, that, that was not a cuss. Flumps. <laughs> what is flumps? I don't know what flumps is. Uh, so um, uh, I know, Chad, uh, you're, a, you're a Dungeons & Dragons player. Uh, I'm not sure about yourself, yeah. Eli. Um, Eli uh, is in my campaign. Just, there uh, you go. We haven't met in a while. I've, yeah. We've been, like, really all 2021, we haven't met yet, have we? Or maybe we met like once. No, I don't on. think we have. It's been we months. Need to. I have it's a bard been... named Sandy Fetchums. Yeah, um, Sandy Fetchums. Lovely. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Chad is doing you dirty by not including flumps. I'll, I'll have to. That. What do they look like? Uh, so they're kind of little, little, little squid guys. Little squid guys. <laughs> they kind of, they, they float through the air. They've got all tentacles and they feed mm. on emotions. Ooh, that sounds fun. Ooh, I could I could implement those into uh, the 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 future dungeon y'all are I'm about to come into. I'm trying to hold into. a picture up. It's bad. I'll I'll, I'll oh, grab good. a picture and put it in. Dump it in the chat for you. Everyone else, Google flumps. Google flumps. They're the latest and greatest uh, in fantasy characters creatures. Um, I just love them. They're so cute, and they like they change color based on what emotions they're feeling around them. And, so they're like oh. little floating mood ring squids. Absolutely. That's fun. Um, my answer, and I don't know if this is a cheat or not, but I, I would say porgs are my favorite fantasy Ooh. animal. That's not know that's like, would that be uh, That's because it's space fantasy. Some people call it sci-fi, but you know, to me, yeah, they're I think fantasy. It's fantasy. Yeah. And they're adorable. They're like little owls with like big eyes. Oh my gosh, look at flumps. <laughs> oh wow some of them look like little mushrooms aren't they cute do they speak like can they be like non-playable characters who speak uh i i have been including them as non-playable characters who speak but then you know that's uh i don't know if that's against the law you know what i'm gonna i think i'm gonna do the same because i love a flump I'm changing my answer. Mine is also flumps. I yeah, just I think learned flumps about them today. Are the best. <laughs> I think I might have won everyone over. That's good. <laughs> They're very good. I'm Eli, winning what, the podcast so far. What was your most recent uh, obsession? This little mascot character. A little mascot character. Oh, oh, like some, oh some kind uh, of little creature. You've Booba. Been like... He's not a mascot. He has his whole his whole own tv show right he's on netflix i think he's russian he's some sort of little furry gremlin man and in each episode he just kind of is in a different type of room and he just runs around and makes a mess and that's all he does (laughs) it's so funny does he count as a fantasy character 
Yes, I changed my answer a second time. My answer is Booba. Booba. It's kind of a walking beard. I'm looking at him now. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah. Let's let's look at Booba. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, on yeah. a treadmill look. Aw. Yeah, he's like a little gremlin gnome look. Not really gremlin, kind of a gnome looking guy. He's so still cool. white hair. He's great. Booba. There's a picture of him sticking his head out the side of a train like a dog. The thing about Booba <laughs> is he sucks, but that is also why he's good. <laughs> That's also what's wonderful about him. Yes. <laughs> he's well, like guys, a, a peregrine took kind of creature, which is uh yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. I just always just dropping just running a little segue and... that. Yeah. So I think we've put it off long enough. Let's dive in to the one sentence to rule them all this week we will be discussing the 21st sentence of the fellowship of the ring um, if this is your first episode listening we cover the fellowship of the ring one sentence at a time um this is our 21st week so we're going through the 21st sentence um we have just learned uh that bilbo has adopted this guy frodo as his heir um he will be inheriting all of his money they have the same birthday and um, this upcoming birthday party of Bilbo's will actually be a combined birthday party at Bag End. Um, and a lot of people are expecting something special from this birthday party. So that gets us caught up to the 21st sentence. And here it goes. Bilbo was going to be 111, 111, a rather curious number and a very respectable age for a hobbit. The old Took himself had only reached 130. And Frodo was going to be 33, 33, an important number, the date of his coming of age. Wow. We have a lot to discuss here, guys. <laughs> this is going to be your longest episode yet. Certainly seems to be the longest sentence so far. Um, just, just before we even get into it, I would just like to compliment Eli on the size of his book. Is that an omnibus edition? Uh, I don't know the word you just said. Uh, is it like all <laughs> but... three in one? Oh yes, it is that. It's a, it's all of them. That is a um, mighty tome. Look at that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. I like yeah. it a lot. It's a better edition than I've got. Yeah, all, both of you have better be editions host. than mine, but that's a, so I can take notes in it. I'll I'll buy a better edition one day. Um, but yeah, Bilbo. So eleven D one is an interesting way of saying one hundred and eleven. Um, so. Ethan, you have been our um, British eyes and ears on the show. You promised on your first episode to give the British perspective. As uh, I am the on-the-ground correspondent in that way. <laughs> that's right. So, eleven D one. My understanding is that this is just like fantasy Hobbit talk. But is there a precedent for the the phrase eleven D one in the UK? I am so sorry to break this to you, but uh, this is a this is a Tolkien original. Tolkien original. That's what I suspected, because uh, it's sort of, in a way, that's kind of okay. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast aspersions on an Italian language here. So prepare. You don't have to come with me on this. Okay. This sort of seems try. like how the literal translation of the French word for 111 would appear. Hmm. Like how would that appear? Um, like I, I, I'm not sure what it would be, but like you know, if you brought it along originally, it would be like you know, 11 because they've got that they they number things oddly. Interesting. Uh, I, so I, is I Hobbiton French? Is Hobbiton the France of Middle Earth? 
Is that what we're to gather from this? Do you know what? I think it might be. Might be. Uh, there's a lot of uh, smoking that goes on in Hobbiton. I know like the stereotype is like at the cafes, you're smoking a cigarette. Here in Hobbiton, they smoke pipe weed. Um, uh, we haven't seen any um, strings of onions around people's neck or um, uh, horizontally striped black and white shirts yet, have we? Not yet. We haven't gotten to that yet. No berets. Um, how many no. how many how many more can we can we get through how many more <laughs> stereotypes of the french can we get through before we get canceled i don't snails. think they eat snails can you get canceled so... for making fun of french people no you can't uh, I, th- I think they're fair game they're fair game yeah like italians <laughs> no one's gonna cancel you for going like mama me you know like it's it's fine you can make fun well, of them testing all you it. want <laughs> <laughs> i uh I don't know. I, I, I gave a really rough British accent on your first episode, uh, Ethan, and you didn't cancel me. So um, oh, uh, to be fair, I asked for it. You did ask. For yeah, it. I, I did request it of you. So it, yeah. it would be unfair for, for um, me to have e- done that. Eli, can you do a British accent that's offensive? <laughs> um, I actually don't usually engage in that sort of content. Like oh, I actually okay. I know that's kind of what you're into on this show. Yeah. I'll Venmo I'd rather you not a, if that's I'll a... Venmo you a dollar. Go okay. Oi, mate. Um it's I'm a levity one. And uh say say bro. And this isn't even old for British people. Say, we, say in it. Say bro. In it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm a levity one and still kicking in it, bruv. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm excited to get that dollar. Spot on. I'll uh I'll Venmo you that dollar right now. Um so, eleven one, as you mentioned, uh, Eli, in your horribly offensive uh, stereotype of a, of an impression, um, I'll issue a notes app apology for that later. It's a, <laughs> it's a curious <laughs> number and a respectable age uh, for a Hobbit. Um, it's not the oldest a Hobbit has ever been. Seemingly, this old Took character. He's known for being old. That's like the first thing you know about him when you read this sentence. The old well, you, took. you don't get a nickname like old took without being old. Right. So he's known for being old and he reached 130 before he presumably died. Um I wonder, would did I mean it's it's notable, isn't it, that Bilbo looks as youthful as he does? Yes. I'm curious so, what the old took looked like when he was 130. Or even uh eleven one. Right. Like, you know, what, what would that be? Like, I, I'm not sure. Um, what do you... Go ahead, Eli. 130. Is, that, is there like an 111 name for that number as well? Or is 111 the only time you use that? I feel that like of... following the same logic, it would just be 13T. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think 13T. so. 13T. So they all took reached 13 and they don't so in other parts of the sentence they spell out 111 and 33 and then they give you the numerical for 130 they just give the numerical so are we to assume that it's 13 t in hobbiton yeah i think so i think it's 13 t i let me let me take it back and take that sentence from the top then so that there won't be any confusion in the audiobook i'll read through it one more time Okay. Because I want it to be as I want it to be as accurate a audiobook as possible. So here we go. 
Bilbo was going to be 111, 111, a rather curious number and a very respectable age for a hobbit. The old took himself had only reached 13T. And Frodo was going to be 33, 33, an important number, the date of his coming of age. So that there, I'll splice in that correction um, for the audiobook. If he had included 13T, then I we probably would have needed the 130. I don't know why he needed to clarify numerically what 33 is. Right. 111, I get. Because that's 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 whimsical, that's fantasy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the 33, that's, a, that's that's one of the 33rd best numbers that we have. And I guess I sort of see that he's just trying to make the sentence like, uh, what's the word, parallel or um, like a parallel structure where it's, you know, broken down in the same way as he's describing each one. But he doesn't do that for 130, 13T. It's odd. <laughs> Still getting thirteen t. Maybe it's just it's because not funny, it, Ethan. This is just how they talk in Hobbiton. So the old took reached thirteen t, and we're meant mm-hmm. to assume that that's notable that he got to be that old. He may have been the oldest Hobbit. So maybe that's they just they didn't know what to do with that number because no one had ever gotten right. to that age. So they're right. just like, there's like, really not a, a before a number for that. we know twelve t nine. 12 D9 is easy, but 13 T is when it starts to get hard. We haven't right. ever counted that eye before. We didn't know what to call it. Then I wonder, do they only apply that to ages? Because I'm sure they must have mm. been presented with 130 or something, like say right. sausage rolls or a, I mean, a you can, or something. You can see in this picture, like this fence. Surely there's over 130 posts in this fence. So like, yeah blades of grass if you're to count blades of grass eventually you get to 13 t um yeah. so yeah i, I do I wonder, wonder if it's only applicable to age because they they're weird about ages aren't they the hobbits because we saw they, um tweens mm-hmm. the other week didn't we tweens are your irresponsible 20s before you come of age at 33 which is what frodo is going to do at this birthday party um it really should be like a big celebration of frodo um it's like his bar mitzvah it's his becoming a man but he's kind of being overshadowed by his dad, uncle, cousin, Bilbo. Is it? Because it does say it's just a combined birthday party. Yeah, but like the book started talking about this Bilbo guy and his birthday, and this should really, it feels like it should be Frodo's day. But Mm. to me, it feels like the day of Frodo's coming of age should be more about him. And uh, I don't know. He's also put coming of age in um, uh, quote marks, which he didn't before on when he mentioned it in the previous paragraph. That's, oh, that's right. Maybe he's skeptical about this Hobbit tradition. <laughs> coming of age, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the author critiquing his own work in real time. <laughs> right. stupid it, was like, it was so stupid when I said coming of age before. <laughs> I'm going to put it in quotes now. And I'm only going to use one... Uh, apostrophe i'm not gonna and who even says 13 t <laughs> i'm so stupid i'm such a bad writer Tolkien, <laughs> take it easy on yourself you're a very good writer here we are breaking down your text years later um sentence by sentence it's a good book we i like the book so far do you guys like the book so far i'm loving it i'm into it yeah, yeah. i'm excited to see where it goes yeah, me too. This is a very technical sentence as well. There's parentheticals, there's semicolons. Uh, yeah. Compound sentences, an ab- all an sorts abundance of abundance of commas. Um, 111, comma, 111, comma. Um, 
yeah, you have the italics on 11-1 and 33. Pretty much everything you can throw into a sentence is thrown into this one. This is like an amalgamation of everything you learned in, in grammar class. He's even included like an he Oxford knew... comma. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. Yeah. I feel like he knew we were going to be doing this episode and he was like, I'm going to give him a really juicy one. Yeah. He knew just we when... were going to be on this one. Just when things started to get like a little questionable, like, you know, last, for people who listened to the last week's episode and the week before, uh, who might be a little concerned about our progress, we did just do our longest sentence yet. And so I think that puts us ahead on where we thought we'd be this week, which is great. Um, and it also just, this is a spicy sentence. It's very interesting. So hopefully that uh, helps with engagement. With how long this sentence is, I'd say we might be in the two towers by the end of like the month what do you think i'd say anything's possible we'll see um i think there might be a few more sentences than you're accounting for between now and um the two towers uh we've made it through about a page and a half so far 531 pages yeah maybe not Sorry, I, just, I just skipped to the end and I nearly saw a sentence from the end of the book. So I'll, I'll... yeah, don't don't read that yet. Please no, don't God do that. God spoil it for yourself. Um, yeah. Any any final thoughts on the one sentence to rule them all this week? It, it is a doozy of a sentence. I want to know more about the old took. Me too. I hopefully yeah. next week we'll we'll learn more. Um, but it does feel like a tease that might not pay off until much later. You know. And you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get all meta about this. Right, but um, you know, I as 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 you know, I've I've seen the films, and yes. took now that's that's a surname, that's a surname that we know mm-hmm. and love. Yeah, uh, Pippin. He's a, he's a took. He so is, is this Pippin's grandfather, his uncle, his uncle, cousin, and father, like Bilbo is to Frodo, <laughs> adopted cousin, uncle, father. We don't know for sure that old took his his name could be old. His name could just be old. We're not it sure. It is capitalized. The, the the isn't capitalized, but old and took are capitalized. The old um, took. Oh, I, I forgot about the the. That probably, I don't know. Sometimes people call me the Eli. They'll Do be they? like, hey, it's the Eli man. I don't know. They say that? No, but like I could imagine <laughs> that happening. I could see it. The Chad is from something. I don't remember what it's from. People sometimes will say a Chad. They'll use the indefinite, indefinite article like, yeah. oh yeah, right. he's just a Chad. And then there's uh, in the 2020 election, or sorry, the, the, sorry, not the 2020 election, the 2000 election, there were hanging Chads and uh, um, something else. It was like something about the ballots. Chad, when was the last the time programming. you hung from a thing? Um, <laughs> hmm. Never by the neck, never like in the traditional hanging. Oh no, that would be hands. I'm talking yeah, about right, right, right. Hung, <laughs> hung. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let me think about that. When was the last time I did like monkey bars or something? Was that the last time I hung from something? I tried doing monkey bars not that long ago, and it is so much harder than you remember. Man, everything is so much harder now. I tried playing basketball yeah. recently, and I got so tired so quick. Everything is hard. I used to just be able to up and like exercise. And now I don't even know if I could hang from a monkey bar. I stood up earlier and I had to have a sit down. <laughs> it's been gone. a hard, it's been a hard year for all of us. Uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a hot week as well in the UK. 
Yeah, I don't know how it's been for you guys over there, Uh, but we've got a we we have insulated houses and no air conditioning, (laughs) so we've been dealing with LA heat with Nordic houses, and it's not been great. No, that doesn't sound like a good combination. Um, Uh, What about you, Eli? When was the last time you hung from something? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I feel like it might have been when I tried to do monkey bars. I went to a zoo. And they had monkey bars by the sloth exhibit. This is a while ago. But it was like, so you could feel like you're the sloth. And I tried to do the monkey bars. And um, I, I I was able to hang for like a solid three and a half seconds, probably. I got to probably honest, the last time I hung from something. I don't think I need a zoo or monkey bars to feel like a sloth. I feel like I feel like a sloth over there. <laughs> <laughs> now that's, Zing. that's funny. Um, I do think I remember the last time I hung from something, and that was when I tried to do at uh, Santa Monica Beach. They have these like gymnastics swing things, like they're like hooks, and you like swing from them like Spider Man. Um, mm-hmm. And I tried to do that, but it was I was very bad at it. But for a while, I was hanging from the the ring on a on a chain. So, can you ask every podcast guest this from now on? Like when was the last be, time uh, you hung from something? I don't know if it'll yeah. uh, if it'll be applicable to the sentence every week, but I can if it comes it up organically. To this one. <laughs> yeah, it comes up organically. I don't remember how we got here. I don't either. But oh, hanging chads. With hanging that chads. Was, I don't know yeah, what they are, but yeah. <laughs> and something to do with the ballots, like not being counted right because like a little. It was like you you would punch it with like a hole punch, and then like a little bit was still hanging off. They called them hanging chads for some reason. Um, mm. I don't know. And it had to do with Where does the name Chad come from? Um, I think it has I don't I have no idea. I was gonna try to say something. (laughs) (laughs) If you you had a Twitter account with such confidence. (laughs) Yeah. If you had a Twitter account in uh, 2000, your Twitter name would have been hanging Chad and it would have been really funny. With like a lowercase yeah agency because I'm I'm lo-fi on online. Um so speaking of names i think it's time for my favorite segment of the show jrr what does it stand for mm-hmm. um where i guess what jrr stands for in jrr tolkien's name i know that j stands for john and i know the first r oh wait what was it again i had a, oh it's a ronald ronald I was about to ask if you've been writing down your guesses, but you couldn't even remember what the first R was. <laughs> no, I know. I don't need John Ronald. Um, and I've been told the second R name is very hard to guess. So I'm going to go for out-of-the-box R names that I know. And one very famous R name is RuPaul. Um, so RuPaul <laughs> is my guess. That's so it. So wish it was right. <laughs> no. That's it. It's John Ronald RuPaul. No, I, re- I no. wish it was, but no. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Oh, maybe without the Paul, just Ru, because it is there's I, a space. Uh, it is. It is. It is not Ru. It's not Ru. Okay. Well, this has been JRR. What did stand for? Maybe I'll have better luck next week. I'm glad Ethan was here to correct me because I thought it was RuPaul. That's what I have always thought it was. So, oh, so you don't know either what the final R is. No, I was pretty sure it was RuPaul. Ru- so. RuPaul, yeah. Well, I have quite a few sentences to go in the series Lord of the Rings, so I have quite a few guesses left. I think I will get it eventually. Um, they say the monkey at the typewriter 
typing away randomly will eventually guess JRR's initials. That um, is what they say. That's what they say. Something like most that. Most famous sayings ever. Yeah. One of the most famous <laughs> sayings is specifically about this podcast and guessing what JRR stands for. Um, so now's the part of the show where we just check in with my progress so far. Um, the last two weeks have been rough. Um, my boss, Jason Hammonds, is really not pleased with my uh, progress. But I think, I mean, how many words did we get through today? It oh, wow. was... It could be 111. It could be 111 <laughs> for all I know. I can't even count as high as the number of words. And even more letters. Um, Do you count a hyphenated word as two words or one? I think for this exercise, we'll count it as two. Okay. Yeah. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 47 words. That's what I got to. <laughs> uh, 47 words in one week. I mean, that's like averaging so many words per day <laughs> that's like so many. 47 words per no, week it's, it's like five words a day right or more it's it's older than frodo yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. there's more 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 years than frodo has lived wow that's so i mean as far as progress goes i think that's a lot but i still think it's going to be hard to get through the whole book going week by week uh, the rough estimation we arrived at was that it would take approximately 400 years to get through all three books, um, which leads me to believe that there's simply not enough weeks in the year. So I had the idea last week to um, petition local government to add more weeks to the year so that I can get through it faster in, in less amount of years. Um, and Ethan, I was wondering if like you had any suggestions of anyone um, in like, in, in your political world, I should be reaching out to. I don't know who, I, I was thinking I'd probably send Kamala Harris uh, an email about uh, adding That more seems like something she's across for sure. Yeah, but I kind of want it to be a global effort because this is an international podcast now. So um, I, I just, I, I want to get a, a bunch of signatures together, uh, petition um, all governments all over the world. Um what Eli. about the queen could he get could you get in touch with the queen ethan yeah you know her uh, right don't don't I, I, all oh, british personally, people personally obviously um, yeah yeah we all um we we, we, we all get along yeah. uh and uh you know i'm always always at her parties uh so that's one thing i'm doing i am literally as we're speaking googling who is in charge of time in the uk <laughs> okay i think that might be the time variance authority um but i could be wrong about that that might just be in the states so this I don't is, this know is if the this... thing. This is the sort of stuff that we need to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this will help, but I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, and our mayor is the wrestler Kane. The, oh, isn't he the um, son I of the devil? He's... Yes, I think so. Yeah. So his brother's the he probably right has some influence over time. Yeah. I'll reach out to him. Or Eli, do you mind reaching out to him since you are closer to him? I could, yeah. I I was mm -hmm. at an event that he was at not that long ago, and okay. um, we talked about banana pudding. So, we you and him talked pudding. about banana pudding. Yes, this is a true story. <laughs> you talked to the son of the devil. 
about banana wrestler. pudding. We were eating banana pudding, there. and he was like, "This is pretty good." And I was like, "Yeah," and that was it. Wow. Oh. This was probably actually like two years ago, but so he probably um, remembers. I, I'll just give him a call and be like, "Do you remember when we talked about banana pudding?" And he'll be like, "Yeah," and then I'll be like, "Okay, so let's talk about time." Do you think? Yeah. Because I think if we could just find a way to squeeze more weeks into the year, I can get through this book way quicker. It's just the fact mm-hmm. I can't sacrifice the integrity of the show's structure, a weekly release. I can't budge on that. But if we could change the systems of how we measure time and add more weeks to the year, then I'll be able to get through this book a lot faster. Do you know what? My, yeah. my Google search has turned up fruitless. Oh, that's too I, bad. I, I cannot find a governing body in the UK that decides what time it is. Uh, but we do have a thing called the speaking clock. The speaking clock? Is that like a a living being like Miss Minutes? Uh, so it's um it's a phone number that you can ring. Do you remember phones and like ringing people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those. You can ring up this number at any time and it will tell you what the time is. That feels like today that's the most pointless thing in the world because the phone that you're calling on (laughs) has a clock on it. Oh, you won't find me disagreeing. (laughs) I'm going to ring it now. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what it says. Oh, the suspense Uh, is killing me. Hello. At the third stroke, the time brought to you by O2 will be 11.01 p.m. and 20 seconds. Well, that's way off. Yeah. There you go. It's only three o'clock. That that's it's way actually off. six o'clock. No. According to my clock. That's insane. I've, I've cracked it. I've cracked it. Okay. I've worked it out. So you release on a Thursday, right? Uh, yes, I do. So all you need to be doing is recording podcasts while you continually stay one step ahead of midnight in the various time zones. Okay. That way you could release 24 episodes on one day, but it's always a new week. So I need to be traveling a lot then. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be extremely expensive. Yeah. So one way or the other, I will need to petition people either for money to finance my travels or... To uh, present my petition to the government of um, the United States and and wherever else the podcast is listened to, I know we have listeners all over the globe. So in order to like stay true to it, I'll need to uh, everywhere we we have listeners. We need more weeks in the year. So one of those. I have an idea that could be. I have an idea that could be a little cheaper. What's that? Probably not much cheaper. If we can either forward that phone number to my cell phone or we just spend a lot of money on advertising and and like have this campaign that pushes my personal cell phone out, number out as the number that you call to know what time it is, then oh. people will call me to ask what time it is and I can just tell them whatever I want. So, right. so you can always it say they, it's Thursday and I can always be releasing yeah, episodes. I will, I will just say that they'll call me and I'll be like, Today is Thursday, December 31st, 2021, 11 52 p.m. And then we'll just always be that day. So it'll never become 2022. I can't believe you just did the voice. I'll add that onto the notes app apology as well. Yeah. It's really offensive. 
Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, I have terrible news. What's up? I wanted to check to see if there was a speaking clock in the States. Is there not uh, one? Uh, there was one in California, but it was in Northern California uh, for all area codes, but it was discontinued in 2007. Huh. Oh, wow. So it's but, still 2007. There you go. Wow. Okay. So How can, can we just use release, that? Release a whole bunch of episodes. Wait, okay. So 2007. How long ago was that? That was 26 years ago, right? Oh, my God. You're. Whoa. No, <laughs> no, no, really? no, no, no. 16. Oh, or... God. 14. <laughs> 14. As we learn, it is gone 11 p.m. in the evening. <laughs> I just had a panic attack. Yeah. And I am freaking to the wind. I was like <laughs> legitimately like, oh, how old am I? And then, no, not that old. Okay, we're good. Right, so, so 16 times 52. So based on the Northern California thing, which uh, just, just, just for the record, uh, if you wanted to try and ring it, even though it's not there anymore, uh, it was 767 Popcorn you would ring seven six seven popcorn let's see what happens when we ring that seven six seven pop corn i hope it's just a guy okay i'm getting like a busy signal Hmm. so people want to know what time it is clearly because the line is just busy well, if, if we still count it as being in 2007, if you could batch release 832 episodes. Okay. And that would bring you up to the present day. Wow. I got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, folks, for helping me brainstorm through this. Um, uh, Ethan, where can yes. people find you, online or otherwise? Uh, I am at Ethan D. Lawrence everywhere. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok uh and uh yeah you'll find me there and if you want to watch any of my tv shows you can look for afterlife on netflix i think bad education is on netflix as well uh it's all out there it's all out there all my stuff for you to enjoy i looked for bad education in the u.s netflix and i couldn't find it so i think it's okay. it's not over here unfortunately <laughs> but for any uk listeners uh check it out over there i haven't been able to see it but it sounds funny i will send um, you a non-region locked dvd <laughs> nice <laughs> Uh, Eli, what about you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith. You can also follow me on TikTok at Mr. Wallet. Couldn't secure those um, matching usernames, sadly. Maybe someday. Um, I also used to have a podcast called Purely Nostalgia where I talked about kids' movies with my friend Clint. And this is the first time I've announced this, but there might be a Space Jam episode coming out soon. We were, we've officially ended that podcast, but we might occasionally drop some random episodes. Purely so Nostalgia, a new legacy? Yes. So um, that should be out by the time this comes out. So check yeah. that out. Because I've always wanted to know, is Space Jam a new legacy, a uh, good movie for kids, a good movie for adults, uh, and if it holds up? Yeah, Those I've been trying to find out if it's a good movie. Yeah. Nobody on the internet has been talking about it. No one has an opinion. Good, so. Everyone seems to be very neutral on whether or not that's a good <laughs> yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I look forward to that. That's that's a very exciting news. Um, I look forward to listening to that. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. This has been the 21st sentence of The Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 22nd sentence of The Fellowship of the Ring.
That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>